Blog Talk Radio. that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear a heart's apart. <clears throat> On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad y'all are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516 516- Four five three nine one one eight, or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart, or you can go to our chat room, which is available right now on reconnect my heart on our blog talk blog talk radio website on reconnect my heart. Also, for those who may be on social media, you can go to brotherprater.com forward slash reconnect my heart 
as well as reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. That's what I was meaning to reconnectmyheartpodcast.com, as well as for those who may be on Facebook, on social media, just type in Brother Prater. So I'm glad you all are able to join me on today. I want to say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I took off uh, last Sunday by being uh, Christmas. Had a great time with my son and really just, you know, enjoyed my, my son and also my dad. Also, um, just want to let you all know that I was not going to miss uh, today. Uh, you know, I'll be the first one to tell it for myself. I ended up um, getting a little sore, and next thing you know, I ended up hitting myself in the mouth and I kept hitting myself accidentally, so I want y'all to know I was not in a, in altercation. I was not in any altercations, but I'll be fine. So, hey, you know, if, if some people say, well, if you hadn't said anything, we wouldn't have noticed it. I believe in confession. <laughs> so that's me. But uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate y'all being here on this New Year's day not only in a new year but this is the first day of the new year and so this will that's why we want to just come on in we just have a conversation just talk and that's why i entitled today's uh so happy new year happy new year happy new year happy new you happy new year happy new you happy new year happy new y-o-u Hmm. And one of the things that I'm a firm believer in, some people wait to the new year to start something new or to begin something. And the funny thing about it, this is the first day of the new year, but people were planning ahead to start something new. Look, today, but they've been planning for it before the new year came. In other words, even in the old year, they were allowing themselves to deal with the debris of something old, knowing even though we might have been looking forward to the new year, but you're putting off making change, putting off receiving better I don't understand. <laughs> you know, I tell people, and I'm a firm believer in this, the Bible tells us now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. When is faith? It's right now. Right now. Now, can faith be seen? We often heard the terminology blind faith, and there is no such thing as blind faith. We got to understand that there is no such thing as blind faith. Someone accepting the terminology of blind faith, it's just like saying, well, I'm going to subscribe to a Christian porn site. There is no such thing. <laughs> and the reason why I say it, because if Faith can be seen. Me asking that question. Can faith can be seen? Can faith be seen? The answer is yes. Yes, there's yes. Now, when is faith? Right now. 
faith is the substance. Right there, that's, that's enough. Now faith is the substance of what? Of the things that you're hoping for, the things that you're desiring. Now, what we know as hope is actually doubt. But, but, but the biblical terminology of the word hope is strong confidence. Now faith is the substance. Okay, and then if you want to just put in parentheses of the things hoped for and the evidence. So faith is substance and evidence. Evidence of what? Of the things not seen. Think about it. Of the things not seen to the physical senses. Or to the to the things or the faith is substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen yet. In other words, the evidence is something that you're going to bring to our physical senses. I'm going to say it like this. Faith is the substance. Oh, if you want to say the ingredients of the substance of the things what that you hope for, that you have confidence in. That's not seen in the physical senses, not yet. So what you have to do, people have to see your faith. In other words, your actions, actions or what you believe in is what's going to bring what you're hoping for to the senses of us. So I said all that to say this. This is the time, whatever we plan on doing something, whatever we want to do, we need to do it right now. Which so happens to be the new year or the first day of 2023. Now, if I had done the show on last Sunday, I would have did the same thing. I would have said the same thing. Don't wait for January to start something that you should end or do in December. We shouldn't start a new year waiting to do something or to start something. In other words, when the new year hit, we shouldn't, bam, begin to start running. No, we need to run immediately, even if it's the last day of December the 31st of 2022 we should be running into the new year instead of starting running in the new year but the new year is here now so what are we going to do we need to start right now we need to start right now and the word that i thought about or the word that came to me last night that was that was really pressed upon me is one word consistency we need consistency. We need to ask God to help us to be consistent. In other words, sometimes we have a beautiful start, but an ugly ending. Sometimes we start something without completing or finishing out the things that we're supposed to do. But actually, if you think about it, what hit me, sometimes we start. 
start and finish on the wrong thing, but we stop on the right thing. People who has faith in their own fear of doubt, but they don't have the faith or the required amount of faith that is needed to complete something that is for their benefit. Hmm. Something to think about. So what we have to understand is this day, God has granted us another opportunity to start over. God has granted us the responsibility to do what he has commissioned us to do and understand that whatever he has for us to do is for our benefit and the benefit of those that we love. I'm going to say it like this. Every decision that I make, I have to take into consideration that even though it is my responsibility to do it, consequences or the benefits of me doing it or not doing it, it's going to fall upon my son. It's going to fall upon my family. It's going to fall upon those who may be watching who, who are invested into my life and me being invested into theirs. And so that's why it's so important for us from this moment forward. Let's do something that sometimes we fail to do. Let's take an inventory, a self-examination of that person who's in our mirror. And also, sometimes, sometimes we have to take notes of what we tell other people. Take notes of the advice that we tell others. You know, I found out sometimes God would allow you to speak a word to somebody, not just for them, but for the both of y'all. Because sometimes we looking for a word, but we don't talk to that person who is in our mirror. We don't talk to ourselves, to ourselves, but we easily talk to somebody else. We have a word of on high, a word on high for somebody else, but fail to speak into our own life. I, I believe in this. I found out that the gifts, that talent that God has invested and in, instilled into you, that powerful word from on high, that God have, or if you want to say that rhema word that God has put in you to give to someone, he requires you to use that same gift for you to talk to that person who is in your mirror. For you, Look, if you have a powerful hand to lay hands on the sick and they recover, God requires you the same thing for you to use that same gift and that same hand to lay it upon yourself. So in other words, what we do for others, we have to do for ourselves. Let this day, like I said, it just so happened it being the first day of the new year, but let's look at it from this day forward. Even if this was January the 15th, it's still not too late. It's still not too late. Let this day be where you start right now investing in the ministry and the purpose that God has commissioned for you. We're looking for somebody to bless. Bless that person who's in your mirror. Now, some people may say, whoa, that sounds like, see, see, you, you, you can't be selfish. You can't be selfish. This is not being selfish. 
sometimes we have to be replenished. Sometimes we have to be able to, listen, we have to be able to take care of the message and the ministry and the responsibility that God has given to us. There are so many people that are helping and supporting other people's dreams, but they are abandoning their own. Like I said, they'll speak highly on others and for others. They have a rhema word for someone. They are great encouragers for others. But they fail to do the same thing for themselves. So the question is, from this, from right now, what you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to do what is required for you to do? But let's be honest. Do you know what you need to do? Do you really know? Hmm. Do you know what you need to do? It's time for us to examine ourselves. Examine what God has invested into you. Examine your gifts, your talents. And also, not only examine to look at the good things, but even be real with ourselves to examine and give whatever that we may be holding on to that may be toxic or those things that we, them hangups that we may have. Let's give it to God and let's get the help that we need. Some of us, we need help. And this doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Sometimes so many people have dealt with so much. Sometimes some people are just so busy. Sometimes so many people have been so busy and investing into the lives of others, but they don't even know who they are. They can identify gifts and talents in the other people, but they don't have anything or they don't know anything about themselves. Even though this may be kind of off the subject, but I do have to say this because this is looking at the new you, the forgiven you the rehabilitated you, the forgiven you. You know, one of the things that I could actually say that I've seen, I've seen the hardest working people have been single parents. And when I mean single parent, I mean single parents who have custody of their children or who are active in the lives of their children. And it could be a father or a mother, especially in this day and time. You know, so there are some who have full custody of their children, just like there are some mothers who have full custody of their children, but also that there are some fathers and mothers who have joint custody. So I want us to look at this part right here I wanted to bring up. Those single parents, they push aside what they're dealing with to try to take care of the children's best interest. Sometimes they'll tend to their own child, even if they're sleepy, even if the parent is hungry. Even, get this, even when they're dealing with heartbreak or disappointments, 
throughout the years, I remember seeing there was there was a particular scene I saw. I saw a single mother who had like multiple children, but she had just experienced a breakup with her boyfriend. I didn't say husband, with her boyfriend. And even in the midst of her dealing with her own hurt, she still had to be mama to take care of the children. She still had to be mama to take care of her responsibilities at work. She still had to go to work. She still had to take care of the children by herself. Without the presence of a biological father. And the funny thing was, she was doing a great job in being mom, but she was failing or she was omitting her being an individual, a young lady that needs healing. And so what happened, she began to start investing into the life of her children. And when the children grew up, she was by herself. She had the emptiness syndrome, and now she didn't even know who she was, and it frightened her. And so sometimes that single parent, they build up their children. They even build up others, but they don't build up themselves. And so that's why it's so important. I wanted to make a mention that for right now, let's take inventory of ourselves and, and just look at, you know what? What did I not do last year? Where th- what did I miss last year? So I don't have to miss this year. I don't have to miss anymore. Can I do now that I didn't do then? Also, have I forgiven myself of the things back then? Because we don't want to take, we don't want to bring anything from yesteryears or yesterday up until today's luggage. God wants us to examine ourselves daily. I always believe in this. I always believe in when we get ready to go to bed. Let's take inventory of today's events. And let's look at, did I do what God wants us to do? And if you didn't, ask God to forgive you, and you forgive yourself. And ask God to help you to recognize the next time when he set the scene. Or ask God to help us to recognize if the devil set the scene for us to not be able to fall prey to it. But these are the kind of things we have to do on a daily basis. Well, I'm, I'm a firm believer that life is too short for us to miss. I tell people, I don't have time to be making mistakes, and neither do you. I'm going to say it like this because, you know, most of the people that, I, that speak with me, they talk to me about relationships. We don't have time to be dealing with the wrong folks. We don't have time. We don't have time. I'm, I'm going to backtrack it. You don't have time to try to build somebody else of the opposite sex. It is not your responsibility to build or make somebody better. It is not your responsibility. Matter of fact, one day, one day soon, I'm gonna make a special video, and I'm gonna speak to the ladies, and I'm gonna make a separate one talking to the guys. But you 
don't have time and it is not your responsibility to make somebody better. It is not your responsibility. I'm going to say it like this. You wasn't built for it. You wasn't. You know who was? God, not you. Women give birth to infants, not grown folks. Well, that might be kind of disappointing to you. You're trying to help him be a better man? You can't help him be a better man. You can't make him a better man. Actually, God is the only one. And God not going to go against his will either. Actually, um, if a lady can make a guy a better man, don't you know there will be no jails? Women are responsible to be the helpmate, not for the man, but for the man's purpose. God made you. God have you to be a helpmate for the purpose, not the man. Because what happened, if it's for the man, what is God following in it? But also in the Bible tell us iron sharpens iron. Men help men. I may have some advice for a lady, but I can't tell a young lady how to be a lady because I'm not a lady. Only thing I can do to a young lady is tell her what the ideology of what I may have had. That's it. Same thing with a, with a young lady. A young lady can't tell a guy how to be a man. Now, what she may do is tell her what kind of man she may want or what kind of man she may think she wants. And I know this is talking about a new year, the new year, but all of this meaning for us to stop making foolish mistakes. And let's consult God in every area of our lives. Okay, you may not have prayed about certain things last year. Okay, this is a new day. The Bible wants us and God wants us to consult God about everything. Don't you know he wants to be involved in every aspect of our life? He wants to. Why would we neglect him into our lives, into our purpose? Why? I know God is much smarter than me. God is much smarter than you. God knows the ending from the very beginning. So how about we consult him and ask him and do it exactly the way he wants us to do? You know, and so with that new you, it's an opportunity for you to be able to finally get what your heart desire is. The Bible tells us, it's in Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And also, all these things shall be added unto you, meaning those things that you desire, you don't have to look for it. They're going to chase you down. They're going to overtake you. Why? Because you are in the path that God created for Y-O-U. Hmm. Matter of fact, I think about when we go to Six Flags in the summertime, when we go to Six Flags, as you walk in there, the sprinkler system that start getting on us because it's designed to cool us down. And the only way we can get wet 
is we in that path where the sprinkler system is at. There's a range that this sprinkler would reach, and it will contact us if we in that path. God wants us to stop being outside of the path that he made for us, but we're wondering why we don't have the things that our, our prayer requests are asking for. And so this is the prime opportunity for us to be able to finally get what we're desiring. And I always say, it ain't hard. It is not hard. But my question is, how bad do you want it? How bad do we want it? We should want it better. <laughs> Look here. We should want it bad enough because, like I say, I'm tired of failing. I'm tired of lacking. 20 more years. In 20 more years. I'll be 70 years old. Do you think I have time for mistakes? Think about you. Think about if you, let's just say if you're 30 years old right now, if you're 30 years old and you made 30 years worth of bad choices, that means unless you change right now, if you change right now, you need to, you need to live at least 31 years to have some type of positive for you to uh, counsel out or omit those 30 years of bad choices. Something to think about. So this is why it is so important for us on this day, this very moment, to start making better choices and change. Remember, the new you requires you to be obedient. The new you requires you to forgive yourself. Like I said, we've all made mistakes. We've all made mistakes, but you know what? Like David, one thing about it that God said that David was a man after God's own heart because David would repent. But also, just you know, there are some kids you have to whoop them and whoop them and whoop them and whoop them over the same thing. They're so hard-headed. But then there's no other children. All you need to do is just tell them one good time. How about you be that one that you just need to tell just one good time? Just that one time. Look here. No, no, no. And if you look at it, some people, they know who to deal, they know who to deal with. They know who to deal with. You know, no, no, no! Don't mess with that one. Uh, that's that's uh, that's just a song, so song, so from the church. No, mm-mm. you say something to her, she gonna hit you. Now I know we're not talking about a twenty twenty three church. I'm talking about back in the day church where you cut up, all the mothers in the church will whoop you. That's kind of that's the kind of church I'm talking about. But. It ain't hard. You know, I wanna I want this year, I want this day to be the day where all of us say, you know what, from this day forth, I'm gonna make better choices, I'm gonna consult God, I'm gonna wait on God and wait for his response. Whatever I need to do, I'm not gonna wait and sit on my dream. I'm not gonna even wait for somebody to partner up with me to do what God has me to do. There are so many people right now, there are so many people right now that are sitting on their dreams. There are so many people that are waiting 
they're waiting for their click, waiting for their support. And I'm going to tell you, that support, that person you're waiting on, that you, you feel like that's your ride or die, well, you know what? You're going to die right there with your dreams, right in your hands, without you giving birth to it. There are so many people, there are so many people, they don't want to see you succeed. There are so many people, they are so, they are so competitive. There are so, look here, I found that there are people that are, that are competitive towards you. There are some people that don't even like you, and that doesn't mean you did anything towards them. I'm going to tell you something. I found this out. You can be the nicest, sweetest person in the world. You can be the most righteous person in the world, and I guarantee there's still going to be people that don't like you. You know why they don't like you? It's not so much of you, but it's what's in you. Sometimes people will hate you because it's your drive. Some people may not like you because, look, you're a go-getter. I had this happen years ago. I had, like I said, those that know me, I work in the jail, and this officer used to work on our floor. He's no longer with us. He passed away sometime last year. One of the nicest men, and there was this inmate that was in single cell. He beat on the door, boom, boom, boom. And this was the older gentleman, old enough to be my daddy. I'm talking about the officer. The officer was old enough to be my daddy. And so that inmate, young guy, looked at that officer. He said, you know what? If I had the opportunity, the first person I'm going to get is you because you're just too nice. Ain't that crazy? (laughs) So you don't have to do anything for people not to like you. There are some people that may not like you because of the color of your skin, the texture of your hair, or you even smiling. Because there are some people, they feel like they don't have a reason to smile. So because you smile, hmm, I don't like her. It's just something about her. And they don't have trust issues, but that's not your problem. You don't sit on your dream or your host because somebody else uh, in your circle not fulfilling theirs. What you need to do, I, I spoke earlier about taking inventory. We're not talking about just taking inventory of ourselves, but take inventory of the people that you frequent, the people that are in your circle. Are they driving you? Are they driving to to your purpose or are they driving you crazy? Are they driving you to your goals and your dreams? Are they driving you to the nut house? Do you have people that will call you right then and there for you to go out, but they won't call you to say, look, I got this business idea or a prayer meeting or you know what? How about we go, let's go to a a business seminar. You know, what kind of people do you have in your circle? What kind of people do you have in your circle? This is something, just in case you didn't do it last year, just in case you didn't do it towards the end of last year, take personal inventory of the people that you communicate with. Take personal inventory of the people that, like I said, that are in your circle. Take personal inventory of the people that you communicate with and that 
has easy access to you. Think about it. There are some people, there are some people that you may need to keep with you because, look, they motivate you. Or they may feed you mentally, spiritually, emotionally. They may feed you. But then there are others. They may drain the mess out of you. What kind of people do you have in your circle? What kind of people do you communicate with? Do you have people every time you get done talking to them, you feel drained? You're like, golly. (sighs) Do you have people in your circle where every time you look at the call ID when your phone rings, you're like, (sighs) let's be honest. If you know that they've taken the life out of you, why are you allowing them to? Well, I'm just trying to help them. Uh Uh-uh. (laughs) <laughs> that's what look, that's what charity and ministry is for look it's okay to tell people not today it's okay if you don't want to communicate with people you know let them know you can let them know in a constructive way but also on the same token you can't be wasting your time this is the time, look, God wanted to be better stewards, not just with money. We think about money. We think about stewardship. We think about money. We talk about money. But what about your time? Oh, something else that may be just as valuable as time. What about your peace? Mm. What about your peace? Yeah. <laughs> this this show today, I'm throwing some stuff out there. To make you think. I like to make people think. I like to make people think. And actually, not just people, I like to make myself think. Whatever God gives me, I'm like, hmm. You know, I got to have conversations. And to be honest with you, but I found that because I, I used to be the one that used to look forward to people giving me advice or people giving me a word or whatever. And God gave me a deep revelation that blew my mind. While I was waiting on people to give me a rhema word, God told me to go to the mirror and look at that person who's in my mirror. He said, you got two ears and one mouth. You waiting on somebody to give a word out of their mouth to your ears. He said, I gave you a mouth. Use it. I said, oh, yes, Lord. I realized, hmm, that might have been the reason why People couldn't tell me what I needed. Now, of course, there may have been people who may be telling me things, but it was not a word that I needed for that moment. It might have been something that, you know, kind of gave me an understanding of a past, or it might have been something that might have been futuristic, or some people may have missed it. Some people may have try to quote-unquote tell me something, not from what God said they thought and come to find out they were wrong. Hmm. So what God told me, and that's why I'm telling you, that's why I don't mind telling people, look, you're waiting for that word of encouragement. You're waiting for, you know, 
uh, that help, that support. But you wonder why nobody's there to help you. You wonder why nobody give you a kind word, encouraging word. Whatever God has prevented them to get to you for you to be able to use your own voice for you to minister to yourself, for you to speak life to yourself. Because if I want, let's just say if I'm lying in bed and at 3 o'clock in the morning, I want to write down word, I want to hear something positive, you think I'm going to wake up somebody to tell them, hey, can you give me an encouraging word? Now, now I will say that there are many people that love me, and I appreciate it. And some of y'all are watching. I know some of y'all are there for me, and I really appreciate it. And I'm, this is seriously, I really appreciate you all. But it would be unfair for me to wake up somebody else who may be willing to give me a word when God is saying, "Why wake them up when He's up and I'm up? I need to go in the mirror." and allow God's word to come out of my mouth for me to hear it into my ears. Huh. Hmm. And so even in this new year, in this new day, in this new you, let's embrace that time, that precious time that we have with God. I love, I love our intimate time with God. Don't get me wrong. I love public worship. I love church. I love church. But also, I love my private time with God. I love when I'm driving down the street. Sometimes if I'm not speaking to my son, I'm not speaking to my dad or my stepmom, sometimes I have the radio off and I'm just talking to God or allowing God to talk to me. I love, I love it. I love it. It's so therapeutic. And my thing is for us to be able to have that communication with God. So not only for him to talk to us, but don't you know he want to hear from us? So whatever hangups they have kept you back in 2022, 2021, 2020, 2019, 2018, whatever. Whatever it is, just give that to God. Look, willfully give it to God. No, God's not going to snatch it out of our hands. God wants us to give it to him. Whatever it is, it ain't too hard for God. God told us to come to him. God wants us to come to him. So why should we wait? Take this moment to tell. I want to acknowledge the people that I'm seeing um, online. Mr. Ledesma, thank you. Uh, Miss Floyd, Crystal Floyd, thank you, thank you, thank you. Please tell Derek and tell my goddaughter hello. Miss Lewis, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support too. Um, Evangelist Robertson, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yes. Miss Oliver, thank you, thank you, thank you. Miss Corbett, thank you. God bless you. God bless you. You know what? I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this real quick. Also, Mr. Brown, how you doing, sir? You know, in the things that we deal with in our life, everything that we deal with in our life, God know how to turn 
those bad situations and help it to turn for our betterment. You know, with that, ask God to help you to see everything that transpired in your life. It might there may be some things you may revisit, mentally revisit, revisit, emotionally revisit, or spiritually revisit. And let's write these things down. I'm a firm believer in writing things down. I found that when you write things down, number one, it helped clear. It helped get that clutter out of your mind, out of your heart. But also, especially those things, God can give you revelation in those things that you write. The Bible tells us, write the vision and make it plain. There may be some hopes, some desires, some dreams that you may have. God can do mighty things through you, but you have to be able to, look, show some seriousness and really protect that dream, that drive, that vision that God has given you. Take personal interest in it. Whenever you write things down, you take an extra step and you're also showing how much interest you have in be able to allowing God to let this be a turnaround for you or for somebody else. So with that being said, I hope from this day forward, from this time forward, we take very seriously of everything that we have done this far, this new year, this new day, don't allow this new day or this new year be where the old you still remains. The old you. For, look, forgive the old you in this new year. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself of the mistakes of the choices that you made. You know, give yourself permission. Give yourself grace. Look, God has given us a new grace on this new day. Why don't you receive it? It ain't hard. Don't let the devil make you think that it's hard. Don't let the devil make you think, well, you know, you felt so what? So what you felt in the past? Guess what? Uh, matter of fact, there was a song that said, pick yourself up and try again. Keep on doing it. Keep on doing it. You look, you look at these successful people. We hear... We read about the success stories of peoples, but a lot of times we just read the ending part of them receiving or them achieving a goal. But what about those hiccups? What about those uh, uh, those disappointments? What about those failures? What about the bankruptcy that they dealt with? We don't look. We don't read the whole story. We just read. Look and, and get sound bites, success stories, cliff notes. We read cliff notes. No. God said, look here, you made a mistake, okay? But I'm trying to tell you how to overcome in the midst of your mistake. Scripture that blew my mind, if you acknowledge him in all your ways, he shall direct that path. Or make that pathway straight. If you acknowledge him in all your ways, okay, 
that does not only mean in the very beginning of a situation, but there may be many people who made a mistake. And in the midst of their mistake, they come to their senses and they ask God to repent and they ask God to help them. Didn't God come to your rescue? I know he did for me. And I'm not just talking about, oh, because somebody attacked me, because somebody did something. No, yeah, I made a mist- I made mistakes. And those that know me and those that may be watching uh, or listening to me throughout the years, I'd be the first one. I would confess and tell off on myself. I don't have to, look, I don't have to worry about telling off on other people. I don't care about that. I'm one I always tell off on myself. You know why? Because when you learn how to practice in confession, you keep your hands clean. You keep your heart pure. But most importantly, it helps us to keep our communication open with God. I tell people, look here, if you want to know something, hey, look here, you ain't got to look me up on TMZ. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll be the first one to tell you. And that's the reason why, I'm going to be straight up, that's the reason why, I can sleep good at night. That's why, shucks, when I hear something, I say something. I don't have time. I don't deal with drama. I don't deal with problems. I don't deal with liars. I don't deal with people who try to brain drama. Uh Uh-uh. Because I try to keep my spirit clear and free because I want to make sure that I have no interference and no distractions because I want to keep my spiritual antennas open for me to be able to hear from God. So, hey, repent, do what you need to do, and don't make the same mistakes over and over and over and over and over again. That's where people mess up at. So, hey, look here. If you made a mistake, okay, admit it. And be open, be honest. Don't try to, well, you know, uh uh-uh, nah. The people who always try to, well, mislead people, those are the ones you got to watch. Those that mislead people, dishonor people, actually that's a form of deception. And deception is lying. (laughs) No, so look here. Be honest. Be honest. Get it right with God. Get it right with others. So that way God can get it right with you for you to be able to get something that's pertaining to your purpose and plans in life. So on this new day, make sure from this point on, you examine yourself. Like I said, life is too short to deal with the same problem over and over and over again. There are so many people that's missing their purpose and plans and they, look, they are living the life of someone else, but they're not getting the benefits the other person is. Hmm. It's like you being on a job and you're off the clock. And then when payday comes, your check is zero and all the work and the effort that you did it goes into somebody else's check. It goes to somebody else's account. Hmm. Something to think about. So I wanted to make this I wanted to make this show short. For us to be able to just be real and for us to be able to reject examine everything pertaining to what God has for you is for you. 
But only person that can control that is Y-O-U. So on this first day of January, January the 1st of 2023, the new year, you know, two, 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 three, two, four, six plus three, that's nine. Nine. How many months does it take for a baby to be conceived and then birth happens? Nine months. Nine. So this year, this day, let's start doing something that's going to help us being the perfect plan God has for us. No longer waste time. No longer waste energy in the things that are not productive and conducive for us. Anything that's going to distract us from the purpose plan God has for us, it ain't worth it. And like I said, we're going to get ready to pray, but remember this. I feel the need to say this. There are some people you can't bring with you. There are some people God wants you to be able to look rinse off of you. There are some people God did not God did not assign to you. God did not even put y'all together. You pick that person. And when I say put y'all together, I'm not just talking about dating. I'm talking about friendship, acquaintanceship. In other words, there are some ships <laughs> you gotta throw the core away, throw away the oar. There are some people look here, there are some people you are allowing in your circle and you wonder why your blessings are being withheld because there are people that we attach ourselves to that will contaminate what God has for us. And what God has for us is so valuable. God would rather withhold it from us than for us to receive it and it be contaminated. So thank God for held up things for God to help you to give people their eviction notices. So as we get ready to pray, we're going to ask God to help us in every of our lives, and we're going to surrender everything to him, and that also includes our will. Dear Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now, God. We're thanking all for your offices. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. We're coming to you right now, God. ask you, God, to forgive us, God. If there's anything we said or done or thought or felt that was unlike you, God. God, forgive us, God, for any slothfulness or any disobedience that we have given you in last year or in the years past. Help us, God. First of all, God. We thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness, and we receive your forgiveness. And so, God, we ask for the help of God to be obedient and trust you in every area of our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, help us, God, to surrender our will and our ways to you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, and we bind everything the devil stands for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we thank you, Lord, for being a merciful God. Thank you, Lord, for being a God of many, 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 many chances. Thank you, Lord, for loving us enough, God, to provide another opportunity for us, God. So, God, we ask, Lord, to help us, God, to fulfill the purpose and plan you have for us right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we speak it right now, God. Help us, God, to recognize, God, when those that enter into our circle or in our path or in our lives that you do not authorize, God, 
Help us right now, God, to not get emotionally attached, but God, help us, God, to allow them, God, to walk on by. God, help us, God, to be purpose-driven, God. Help us, God, to be obedient-driven right now, God. Help us, God, to be focused, God. Help us, God, to be obedient to you in every area of our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak it right now, God, that you help those who may be grieving, God. God, touch their bodies. Heal their bodies. Heal their minds right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak it right now, God, that you lift up uh, um the Holloway family right now, God, the Franklin family right now, God, to be with them right now, God, uh, the Pruitt family right now, God, the Horton family, God, the Calhoun family, God, the Horton family right now, God, God, help them right now in this time of bereavement right now, God. Comfort them right now, God. Be with them right now, God. God, you said you would never leave nor forsake us, God. So, God, we depend upon you, God, to come in, God, that you intervene right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you right now, God, for helping them, God. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done right now, God, everything you're going to do, God. And we thank you, Lord. We surrender our wills and our ways to you, God. We thank you, Lord, for the success, God. We thank you, Lord, for another chance, God. So, God, we thank you, Lord, for the testimony that you have allowed us to have through this right now. In the name of Jesus, even the Flaming family, we even hold up the Flaming family, God, in their bereavement right now, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. Also, um, it, it's so many people that have uh, that are grieving. I, I also want to mention the Washington family. Um Continue to be holding them up for God. Um, so many people going through. So that's why it's so important for us to be able to, you know, be there for each other, pray for each other, and not waste time. Time is too short. And so with that being said, uh, for those who may want to reach out to me, you can catch me on uh, Facebook, on Brother Prater. You can see my daily devotion and videos. Also, you can go to my website, which is at brotherprater.com if you can go you can see my daily devotion my videos and my personal appearances also if you go to the store section of my website you'll see my book a few good men a path to god and fatherhood a few good men was written to inform men the needs and their responsibilities towards their family their children even their children's mother regardless they're with them or not but also to help give women the qualities of a potential future husband or present father to present or future children. Also, this book, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, The Love Beyond Life, is the story of um, my relationship with my sister, Sheila Prater. That was my road dog. And, um, you know, I, I went to the gravesite today, and I was just reminiscing. I was like, wow, you know, I really, really, really miss her. And so with that, you know, I just thank God for me having someone in my life that was awesome in in my life. And so with that being said, you know, I thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you and good night. Happy New Year. <laughs>